So in this entire uh, stream of parallel struggle of freedom, if we actually flip the whole narrative of the Indian freedom struggle and look at it from the lens of the revolutionary or armed conflict, a, a completely different picture emerges, uh, where you know the, the protagonists are different, whom you call the moderates uh, were probably called the loyalists, whom you call the extremists probably become the nationalists. So history then you know takes a very different kind of a flavor and shade. So in the midst of this, uh, Savarkar located himself right in the center of this long uh, span of the parallel movement that I spoke of from 1857 to 1946 and as a protege of Bal Gangadhar Tilak. Now Savarkar was born in, uh, in a Chitpavan Brahmin household in this very house uh, in Bhagur, uh, a small little village in Nashik uh, district in Maharashtra uh, on 28th May this very month 1883. He was the second of uh, three children, uh, three um, boys, uh, elder brother Ganesh Rao, a younger brother Narayan Rao and a sister Maina. Now this whole Chitpavan Brahmin community, there's a very interesting letter that uh, the governor of Bombay, Sir Richard Temple writes to the then Viceroy of India, Lord Lytton and he says, you know, what? Uh, it's normally assumed that uh, the British took over India from the Mughals but actually uh, we seem to have taken the, taken the country from the Marathas. And it's because the vast part of the country that was under Maratha, uh, you know, control um, is whom they ultimately defeated in the war of 1818 and took over India. And the Marathas, the Peshwas belong to the family of the Chitpavan uh, Brahmin community. And Lord uh, Temple says that whatever we do, how much ever education we give them, how much ever facilities we give them, they, they are part of the, you know, civil service, they are part of different uh, government bodies, but still their disaffection for us will not cease. Uh, they are this militant type who will, uh, you know, not uh, give up their hatred for us. And his statement was borne out by the fact that most of the great reformers, educationists, lawyers, thinkers of the time in Maharashtra, uh, right from, you know, Gopal Krishna Gokhale to Bal Gangadhar Tilak to uh, Chiplunkar, Vishnu Shastri Chiplunkar, Ganesh Agarkar and of course Savarkar were all from this very community. Again, this little house where, which is still there uh, here and right from his childhood, Savarkar actually abhorred the caste system and despite being an upper caste, so-called upper caste Brahmin uh, uh, boy, he always loved to mix with, his friends were all from the lower caste and he, uh, you know, ate with them, played with them and he was also an extremely voracious reader, much beyond his age and his common uh, you know, pastime was to read all these newspapers and books along with all of them, have discussions with them. So this sense of, you know, community living, community prospering rather than in competition with anyone was a childhood trait. Now simultaneously poetry uh, germinated in him when he was all of eight years old. And uh, when he was six years old, he lost his mother Radhabai to cholera and it was left thereafter to his uh, father Damodar Pant to actually uh, look after the, the four children. Now around this time in Maharashtra there was this scourge of plague uh, that uh, ravaged different parts of the state and the British government in its uh, whole you know zeal to actually control the epidemic took a very repressive measure uh, which was those families which were detected of plague, the police would actually storm into those houses, uh, evacuate them, women would be molested, the puja ghars would be desecrated and these people had to then be ostracized into camps which were far away from uh, the, the towns. 
So most of them, uh, you know, if there was a dead rat that was found anywhere in the house, it would be kept a secret till the time it actually, you know, mass deaths or something come into the uh, uh, forefront and people get to know that plague has hit this particular family. So this uh, anti-plague measures were so repressive that it caught, uh, caused a lot of consternation among the people who uh, were in Maharashtra. And there were three brothers who decided to take revenge uh, for this act of the British and they were the Chafekar brothers. The, uh, the Damodar Hari Chafekar, Balakrishna Hari Chafekar and his younger brother Vasudev Hari Chafekar. And these uh, people decided that they'll pick up the gun and actually assassinate the plague uh, officer of Pune. Um, who, whose name was uh, Walter Rand and his lieutenant Charles Eist. Now this whole uh, you know assassination sent shockwaves in Bombay. People thought and Lord uh, Temple's letter did seem to come true. They also belong to the Chitpavan community. They are militant, they will not and these were all actually English educated and all of that and despite the fact they, they were uh, ready to pick up arms and kill one of the uh, British uh, officials themselves. So it caused both kinds of reactions in Maharashtrian society. On the one hand, the British of course despised them. A lot of Maharashtrian newspapers themselves, including the Kesari, actually denounced this as a foolhardy attempt. Young uh, Savarkar was just about 14 years then and he was so uh, touched and moved by you know, the heroic tales that were going on about the Chafikars, the way in which they led, they, they were taken to the gallows with a smile and with uh, you know, verses of the Gita on their lips that he decided that he would go to the idol of his family deity, the Ashtabhuja Bhavani, the, the, the eight-handed uh, uh, goddess Bhavani, which had come to them as family heir and this is still there in, their, uh, in the temple of Khandoba in Bhagur. Uh, and he made a vow in front of her in Marathi, Shatru's Marta Marta Mare to Zunzain. I will you know, pick up my gun and fight till my end, killing, the, killing my enemy, till the last enemy is there. And this was, this seemed like a very childish, you know, wow that someone made at the age of 14. But little did history know that the, that a whole generation was going to face the repercussions of this one night's wow that he took. 